podcast listeners this is uh, just a simple ask that you take the time search for ask your old head wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and subscribe doing that uh, is still universally honored and helps others find out all the things that are happening here uh, on the ask your old head podcast feed from ask your old head to the brothers to more and more to come so please take a moment wherever you're at rate subscribe you know what i'm saying hit a couple likes and share with a friend all right let's get into this week peace That's your old head, uh, the Justice Raji world of podcasts have been on hold for a couple of months. Um, I just want to say thank you if you're listening today uh, for listening because I um, had to deal with some real life uh, family requirements and that uh, derailed the creative process uh, for a few months and maybe I will get into more detail. I will get into more detail about that because I have some thoughts and reflections that are relevant, uh, to that. So, uh, to ease the world back in to some good brothers conversations, um, you know, please take, you know, the following, uh, conversation about some NBA things as a light step in, uh, you know, some following conversations around some more, uh, you know, I guess uh, if you say more serious topics and, you know, always, man, please take the best part for yourself and thank you for your patience and engagement. So here we go. Peace. Peace. I'm Majestic. My brother, Justice Raji. Hey, so, um, you know, in the uh, in, in the most uh, Rajius way to be, I'm just going to start uh, this podcast as if it's not. <laughs> been a while since we <laughs> since we last talked and if oh, no. you know me i just started a conversation in the middle of where we was last talking you know two months ago like we was all talking about the same thing so hey everybody Don't worry welcome about back what happened before <laughs> yo you you have the person that it is the like the 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 interaction version like the the in person uh, conversation version of our time together is our time together and our time apart is our time apart. Like it's like, all right, so back to what we were dealing with the last time we were talking. So yeah, I I really let's just take our our last time together on a podcast our time together and it we're back now. Yeah, that's 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 how it is. That's how it goes, man. You know, this this is this is this is the way. You know what I'm saying? As, as they say on the Mandalorian. Um, but um, I guess you know wanted to, wanted to enter in. You know, this season of the NBA, like I really like I've I've gotten the league pass before in the past. Um I find it difficult to watch stuff that happens, you know, on a time when you gotta be there to, to watch it <laughs> most of the yeah. time. Um, especially stuff that happens on week weeknights. It's just I don't know, it just tends to be difficult. But I like the NBA, I like basketball, I like NBA basketball. I don't particularly care for college basketball. I find it almost well, super duper. One terrible. of the challenges, and I don't want to spend too much time on college basketball, but I do think it's instructive like a lot of other things in the world as, you know, things have been shifted and dynamics have been changed and industries have been, some of them been destroyed and some of them have just been fundamentally altered. College basketball outside of two or three teams is just not what it was because 
no one staying long enough for that player to be really, really, really good. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just don't get it. And the, the, um, camps and the G league. I mean, there's just a lot of ways to kind of get around the idea and, and, and I will stop here with this one without it being a rant. The, the, the situations of the conferences that have served, I'm sure, TV uh, contracts are all thrown off. Yeah. Like the Big East was primarily Catholic schools on the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it got a little complicated. It put Pitt in, right? I get it. <laughs> right? Like, you know, there were things that were complicated. But even when you think about the Big East, you thought about Villanova, St. John's, Providence, Georgetown, right? Mm-hmm. They were Catholic or Jesuit. Like, I mean, there were a set of schools that, you know, again, you had UConn and, and Pitt, and, and that was still fine. But, like, the Big East is a shell of itself. The A-10 goal is going to – Loyola is going to be in – Loyola, Chicago is going to be in the A-10 next year. Right. So the A-10 essentially goes from the East Coast to Chicago. Right. It's our version of the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So like it, it, I think so, it just made college basketball much more complicated, which is why I concur. I, You know, I'm still obviously a Duke fan. Hey, <laughs> um, yeah, we're all aware. We're all aware. Yeah. Yeah. I don't play with that. But like, you know what I'm saying? But like. I, I agree. So, I mean, it does go into, the, I think, this NBA conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is NBA All-Star Weekend, you know, just relatively happened. And, and the and the um, the closing of the of the Ben Simmons saga, as it were, um, with oh, the overlay man. of uh, of uh, uh, Kyrie and Harden and, and all, all of this, the, the, the player empowerment, all these concepts, right? I think there's like these different things that I just wanted to touch on a bit um i mean i think maybe a place to start right would be and i'm I'm gonna state this for the record i i have absolutely no interest in watching the majority of all-star weekend like the whole like like the dunk contest like conceptually and and it's interesting because i was you know watching and listen, you know, listening to some podcasts that I listen to and other, you know, media that Bill talks about the league. I'm like, oh, well, you know, can we get the stars to be in it and all these other things? And it was one of those things that really struck me as a kind of like, I mean, is it possible just the, the, just the, just the, that whole All-Star Saturday structure that all those things that we, you know, sort of treated with this exceptionalism, that they're not really that exceptional anymore. Right, like just within the structure of the game, like like all kinds of dudes shoot threes now. Like it, when we was kids, it was a specialist with, with a three-point shooter. Like it was like, oh man, it comes to three-point shooter. He's good. You know, and sometimes the specialist three-point shooter could like actually play big minutes the rest of the game, but not all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But but teams would have like, oh man, they, they got what's his name in there. And you'd be like, oh man, I wonder if he's gonna hit some threes. You know what I'm saying? And you know, now you know. And that, you know, by the by the mid '90s, um, and and uh, maybe you know, justice uh, basketball prognosticator, or, or it's prognosticator the right word? I don't know, but you know, um, theorist <laughs> would throw out 
interesting concept. Maybe the, the you know, well, one, well, we all know part of the 72 and 10 season, you know, in that year that Jordan shot threes at a much higher clip was also the year the three was shorter. Right. Yeah, but hey, that, you know, I'm not, not trying to take not find those stones, just bringing it out there, but also that there was a, a, a piece of those, that second run Bulls team is that they had great three-point shooting that was actually integrated kind of into the offense and like the team. Like they didn't have to like bring this other dude in who couldn't really play all that well, but the, and then could shoot threes, but like the dudes that could shoot threes could also like play <laughs> the rest of the game. It wasn't like, what was my man on a, as a Knicks fan? Was my guy uh Trent Tucker? Trent Tucker. I used to be, oh man, they said they, Trent Tucker could hit threes. And, Trent Tucker was and that, threes, yeah. And it never really seemed to translate into regular victories in any kind of way. But every once in a while, he would hit a couple. Like it was, <laughs> and it was like, oh man, here comes Trent Tucker. And I was like, oh wait, this isn't really get a ball back to you and like, <laughs> like stop, stop this other stuff. Let you would score, like you know. So so in any event, like. You know, I like to get your thought. Like, I, I just had it. I, like, I was drawing it up, and I was thinking about, like, what would what would someone need to do in a dunk contest for me to really be like, oh man, wow. Like, people keep jumping over stuff, <laughs> jumping over people, jumping over people doing stuff, jumping over people that are significant to the franchise. Like, yo, I don't even want to see nobody jump over nobody. Like, like I almost feel like it needs to go to like almost like, like we we just get a, a we get a script of. Like the dunks that if you're an ill dunker, you should be able to do. And it'd be like almost like the Olympic, like figure skating, where it'd be like, oh, yeah, look at the arc on his arm and, he, and his curvature of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just do them in a lab. I don't really need to see see it anymore. I don't know. It's what What, what is your thought there? Just to get us into the. Well, yeah, no, I think very, very much in the same way I was talking about the transition in the shifting of like college basketball. I think the. NBA All-Star Weekend is like similar. Like, <clears throat> if you look at framing the NBA All-Star Weekend, it was when you never saw these other players. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about the 80s and 90s where when did you ever see the Denver Nuggets play anybody? Right, right, right. Right? You never saw Reggie Theus <laughs> when he played for the Kansas City Kings and the Sacramento Kings. Like, you never saw Reggie Miller, except if you were in a major market and your team played one of them on a Wednesday evening. Right, right. Right? PHL 17. PHL 17. You watched a Wednesday night game when Reggie Theus came and gave the Sixers 35, right? Or when Kevin Willis from the Hawks manhandle whatever center played for the Sixers, right? Like, you never saw the Utah Jazz. So it does make sense that at some point it made sense to see Pearl Bailey play in the All-Star game. I don't even know if Pearl Bailey ever played in the All-Star game, but just for the sake of saying. Or like Jack Sickman or whatever, right? So like, it made sense that you wanted to see these people because you didn't see Ronaldo Blackman all the time. You knew he could play. Right, right, but you—if you, you missed that—if you missed that local broadcast game, you—you you missed it. That was it. You like, basically they wasn't going to be on the. So, uh, was it Saturday? What, I don't remember. What was it? That Saturday, yeah, when NBC ESPN, had that kind of like Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. It was Sunday. No, like Sunday. well, it was Sunday actually. CBS, CB, no, C, because yeah, CBS had that some those Sunday games that would play like a doubleheader. 
Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because after football. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So that made sense why you needed to like see these folks. We're now we're in a different world. You see them all the time. Like you said, you have a pass that you can watch like three quarters of the league at any time. So we know exactly how all of them play. They're on the internet all the time. So the idea that we're taking this one weekend to watch all these people to see who's really good, it just is not as interesting. I frankly think as hip hop and like you black youth culture started to take over this idea of going to the all-star game, that that has become more of what it is, frankly, than actually mm-hmm. the games. And, right. and, and to your point, we if we see Steph Curry, Steph Curry has shifted shooting forever. Yeah. Right? We see Steph Curry pull up. We see Damian Lillard pull up just as they get across half court and shoot. So we already know who the best shooter in the NBA is. Steph goddamn Curry. Right. <laughs> Damian Lillard, Kelly Thompson. Like, we don't have any questions of who's the best shooter. It ain't like we're debating is BJ Armstrong better than Trent Tucker, better than Steve Kerr. <laughs> <sighs> that was our conversation back in the day, right? right. We don't have that conversation. We know who's the best shooter. And even if he's not shooting that well this year, doesn't matter. We still know. And if he ain't the best, it's his brother. So, yeah. Like, so when you take away one, we've seen every dunk. Like, to your point, there's no new dunks. While I do give Cole Anthony props for, you know, his pop, you know, being a new year, playing for the Knicks and trying to dunk in Tim's, right? Which also brings up the other part of this. You have to make the dunk. <laughs> right. Now you should like, get all these chances, man. It's like one. You two. can't get three chances to make a dunk that I am reasonably assuming you practiced hundreds of times. Right. Why do we have to watch you possibly miss the dunk twice to kind of make the dunk the third time and for us to act like it was amazing when we just watched you miss the dunk twice? Because you know it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's NBA All Star Weekend. You know what I'm Everybody like, gets a trophy. Yeah. Now I would have probably I didn't. I mean I was curious about. It. I didn't again like they did all the NBA 75 stuff this time, which you know I didn't you know I had some marginal interest in that. But it seems like one of those things would be cooler to be there than to see it on TV. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No. Like, because it was it was like all these players, and then it was like weird players who, frankly, didn't come to the uh, All Star game, like Scottie Pippen. Like Scottie Pippen, you had to know you was getting an award. Now, if Earl Monroe don't come to the thing, if Earl Monroe needs to stay at the house, or Tiny Archibald for whatever reason, <laughs> if they need to stay close to the house because you never know what's going on, I respect that. Now, that's not me being the ages. That's just saying, you know, there's yeah. some practical realities. Yeah, everything stuff going is real on right now. Absolutely, the brothers is up there at age. You know yeah, Scotty, what's you up? Stay, like, can you stay at the house, man? But like Scotty Pippen, other than being mad at Future, why are you not at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know the whole thing about Future and him, and when Future did the song, like you know, I uh, I copulated with your lady and some Gucci flip flops. Oh, that's oh, wow. actually about Scotty Pippen. Oh, wow. Scotty. Well, yeah, he was speaking to Scotty Pippen. Yes. Wow, how old is future? Oh, there's a lot. Of, I have a lot of other questions. Like, how, how are they? Well, 
But yeah, I guess when I was becoming a, a gossip, right, right, go um, turn it into blossom or what's the was it the one one of them sites? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, blavity or what one of them? Like, but without going there, yeah, that he was talking to him and 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 uh, Scottie Pippen's lady. But like, wow, That's... yeah, yeah, it's a crazy story. Man. Which which really is just the the legend of future itself. Just lends itself to a rock and tour and all kind of crazy stuff that goes on with him. But like, you know, like Scotty, like, yo, you be everywhere else. You be in Miami. Like, why can't you be in the, why can't you be in Cleveland for the 75th? Like, you're clearly one of the top 30 players ever. <laughs> Come on to the game, man. Right, um, like you, you need to be there. But I guess, but know. so, yeah, so that was also kind of, kind of like strange. Um, and then the other part that I'll bring up, and again, I think all of this has to do with just the shift of society and the tools we have and kind of adding on to about an issue we was dealing with earlier about when like society shifts and you don't, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, like when there's new tools, but you're still like, I'm not going to use the new tools, right? So it's like, okay, one of the, the, the elements and the challenges, the opportunities actually, of the NBA right now is that people come into the league and they're really good really quickly, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't really want to watch the freshmen versus the sophomores because then it's like, yo, John Morant's already really good. We don't have to debate freshmen, ver- you know, rookies versus sophomores, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, because these guys are really good right now. They're giving you numbers today. Mm-hmm. Those were, those kind of structures were for a time when the first and second year league guys weren't really getting playtime in the same way. Mm-hmm. But like, we don't have to do that today. So, you know, I just think, yeah, all-star all-star weekend just needs kind of a shift um, to actually maximize on what it's doing. And, and, you know, I mean, I think Cleveland obviously did a lot of stuff for the community, but it's almost like, you know, also with the last couple of years, everyone gets hurt all the time. So it's like no one's playing. Like, okay, it's Team Durant, but Durant's not playing. Right, right. Right. He's not there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so he's just not there. So it's like, I, I, I was thinking, like, you know, what, what, like, what could you do to make it more interesting? Like, one, I think that the, the, like, doing stuff, locally in that city where you're at uh, on like some outreach and you know some youth camp stuff and you know having the the league you know players doing stuff with 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 uh with I, to me would seem like something that that's about highlighting the 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 the, the sport right and the, and the joy of the sport yeah you know i mean and connecting people to it um you know the skills competition at least as an idea i think it's kind of cool like the teammates and they like do the pass the ball through the hoop i don't know it's you know it's really stuff that also I, i'm thinking about this as a 40 you know almost 46 year old man who's seen who's <laughs> one who who has played you know a great deal of recreational basketball has watched <laughs> you know basketball in one form or another since i was you know single digits age so right. some of this stuff might be really still exciting to like an eight nine ten twelve year old you know, who's maybe first like really, really watching games and stuff. So I don't want to discredit like that aspect of it. Um, but I just think the 
and and it's it's kind of a, a issue of 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 in trying to enjoy sports for like the sport of it in this this day and time where like every aspect of the sport of what a, a pro athlete is doing becomes this legacy conversation about their legacy <laughs> and like who they are and where they fit in this in these hierarchies and stuff which is like I know some people are like, oh, but that's part of the fun. And I'm like, I mean, it's a little bit, but I actually like basketball because I like I like watching people do, I like the basketball. Like, I like sports because I like the sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to play this I like, I, I, to the degree that I can still engage in them. But, you know, I enjoyed football because I like the whole aspect of what you do with football and the running around and the jumping on stuff and the, the chasing people and mashing somebody <laughs> in the chest. You know what I'm saying? And they try to tackle me. <laughs> like, these are... You know, I bear witness. This is fun. You know what I'm saying? Basketball is it's, it's good time. And then watching other people play is like, oh man, I enjoy that. That's like exciting. You know what I'm saying? Where like I, I don't really care. You know, I guess it is maybe akin to my, you know, our previous conversation about you know, or I think it was in the hot the unpopular take. I think it was a bonus statement for me. Like I don't really know if the top five thing and all that is really good for hip hop. I don't really know if all our over fascination with who you know, to a certain degree, there's a place for it, but like the day, day by day, week by week assessment <laughs> of like where this player is at and their legacy. So then it's like, so the, the dunk contest well, doesn't come about, the dunk contest becomes about like some chip to put on somebody's belt in their importance to the sport. It's sort of like, well, just, I mean, okay. But also like, if you're a really good dunker, you could, if you're like a dude, because because it's still cool to see someone like in person. And even if you see like, you know, when I worked, uh, you know, in uh, a youth, you know, uh, uh, youth program and it was high school kids right. and stuff, it was still dope when you see like one of the kids from the program, like slam, like do do like, because right. it's like, oh, snap one. I mean, you know, you can forget it is actually kind of it, it's 10 feet in the air. There's like a lot of stuff happening when someone dunks a basketball. It's actually pretty amazing. But right. with all the camera angles and everything else when you watch it and then when you watch them miss four times and 10 times and then it, it, it loses something. And it, it is, so here, here's what I, if I just add on, I think it takes away from like Spud Webb did a dunk and Spud Webb. I don't, I don't think he's a little person by the definition of a little person, but like he is a, he has a small, he has a, a central gravity that's closer to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of, of, of the size that NBA players are, which we all underestimate how freaking huge NBA players are. Like, he was like a legit 5'8 human, which is not a super small, like, regular person. <laughs> right. But amongst those right. people, that's like, but yeah, that's, right. you're not a big deal. So, you know, yeah. And so he dunked. Okay, that was a big deal in that time. And Kenny Skywalker did a dunk that I forget, but I know it mattered then. Right. And D Brown pumped up his, his, his Reebok pump. Okay. I remember that. Right. Like I, I don't think of them as the best dunkers ever. And if I did so kind of what, like I, you know, listen, when you think about Dr. J and I think about the, the, the dunk contest that Dr. J specifically lost to Larry Nance when he played for the Phoenix Suns. And I was heartbroken myself. Cause it was like, oh man, Doc lost. <laughs> like Doc didn't win. Yeah, yeah. No one. You always remember the dunks Dr. J did in the in in the NBA, and you don't remember the dunks that Larry Nance did. Damn. So I, it, it lends itself to this point of things have to age over time, and the top five conversation in the NBA to me means nothing because of 
this in particular. Bill Russell and Will and Will Chamberlain played in one era. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played in another era. <laughs> and Michael Jordan played in another era. And LeBron played in another era. Right. And you can't compare those eras for a variety of reasons. I think most people think Michael Jordan is the best player because the people who care about it and who can remark about it came up during a time where that's what we thought. I think the story will be told differently in the future about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people won't think he's the best because we're debating this whole ring thing, which again goes out of the goes out of the, the door when you compare, you know, yeah. Bill Bill yeah. Russell. But like I don't think in the in the way that we kind of discuss the change in society, I don't think that will be the determination of people about LeBron James in the future. I think it'll be longevity of career. I think it'll be the perception of impact and it won't be that a lot of us saw Jordan play with a sick, with a, with a bad stomach <laughs> right. in 1997. Right. Like, like that's, you know, that's so indicative of our time. Right. Not right. necessarily who's good or who's bad. I mean, yeah, I just think it, it should reflect the best of what we're doing and kind of leave it to the best of what we're doing. And I know it makes a lot of money for the NBA, so they're probably not going to shrink it. But, you know, if anyone from the NBA is listening and they want us to consult, cha-ching. They want Justin and Majestic. They want the good brothers to consult on how they move forward. If any how should other, we approach uh, this, man? What can we do brothers, to get you get you to tune in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, any you know. other brothers and sisters who do work for the NBA are listening right now um, and want to cash us out. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I think it is something that's kind of like, you know, uh, half short, twice as strong. I just think at some point, there's all these other ways we're getting information, which is really rendering the all-star game more about gossip and other stuff than the actual game yeah yeah and uh yeah i mean i think and that's i think that's the long and the short of it yeah you know i mean it's that it, and, and, it, and it is the, the nature of like kind of phenomenons within culture you know what i'm saying and i'm thinking of i'm thinking of culture like like society and like like that kind of confluence of culture um you know something is real ill and it's important and it's like oh well we got it and then like stuff changes and it just you know, lose the luster you know what i'm saying like it's like oh you know what i mean like the uh what was it <laughs> the battle of the network stars was like oh man this is great like oh, they should do this every year and then one day it just started then one season it just didn't come on no more and then after a while i was like oh yeah i'm cool like i don't i don't need to see the dude from different strokes you know what I'm saying? Uh, tug of war with the people from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, TJ Hooker or whatever. I don't know if they, if they were ever in the same. <laughs> that, is, other. that is the <laughs> fact that you remember TJ Hooker. I was thinking of Magnum BI. Yeah, I was trying to see with the TJ. Did you actually with the TJ Hooker? Which show was more from, obscure. I know. Man. I tried to just come up with a show from the era. Like, I have no idea if, if, if Ty Bridges was ever in, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's not with us anymore. That's what No, I think Ty Bridges has, has, has he returned to that. Yeah, so, you know, all respect, you know, respect, you know, rest peace, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, what have you. It, it, it's just, it's like you, you know, as people, we can be, we can lament something's 
change in its value as if it is an indictment of like the world that some activity that we used to really be into we're not into no more you know now sometimes that might be might be significant and important right like i think people should read books like you know it's good to read books you know what i'm saying um but you know also i accept the reality that you know even though the printing press and these other things and the ability to print books and math is um you know has been significant for a long time there's still even at its peak there's probably a lot of people who didn't read various books that have influenced the world or people could you know then like it's a good chance that however important something you think this be read was read was not maybe read as much as you think so you know settle down just absolutely don't get all up in up in arms about it and you know these circumstances change so as it pertains to the league um another touchstone though uh that i think is 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 significant so um i'm trying to think start with Let's start with Kyrie, and 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 I, I want to speak to it because like the chain of events as it goes because we had like a conversation about I think you did about like Ben Simmons and and mental health, right? And and the league and people wanting to move on, and it, it the, the Nets decision at some point to kind of go like ah well you know. Maybe we do need to let Kyrie play on the road, which just, just seems super weird. Um, for like the whole concept of team and team continuity and people connecting together, and then you know whatever impact that had on um, the 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 thing I want to land on with Kyrie is yeah. this, and this isn't necessarily about within the context of a team sport. There's like sort of the like, what will you do for the team? And whether you, you know, support or don't support, you know, you know, the the, the general notion of Kyrie being like, look, I don't want to do this, you know, in terms of the vaccine, do, 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 do. So I'm not. I can fully understand within the context of team sport, where if you are doing all kinds of other things so you can stay on the court, that you would look at that dude and go, I mean, I dig it, dog. But I'm out here with like a, like, we need you. <laughs> like the team needs you and you're not here over something that fair or unfair, others could assess. You could be here. Now, the, the, the other issue with, with Kyrie as an individual being the source of it, he doesn't necessarily have the best track record of being like, uh, 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 I put the team before me kind of guy. Like he, his, 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 his MO is almost like, you know, I was cool losing every season in Cleveland before LeBron came. And then I wanted to leave because it, it was like he took away from my shot. Like, you know, he he, he, he unceremoniously left Boston. Like, this is not a, like, this is not talking about his ability to play the game. Because like, he's when he's playing games and when he's locked in, it's actually it's kind of amazing, right? You know, but his relationship to the other people on the team is almost like, it doesn't always translate into like uh, the idea of like the, the 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 great athlete who sacrifices for the rest for the team to win. It's sort of more like the well, I'm gonna do all this stuff that I do really good, and hopefully the rest of y'all will figure out what y'all need to do so that we can win games. <laughs> and, and I and so just to add on, God, I think 
that's why this trade to me is fascinating. I mean, outside of Steph Curry being a very good, you know, uh, Seth, not Steph, um, being a very good three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Andre Drummond being somebody who five years ago I thought would have been an all-star perpetually, but for some strange reason has just has not. But, you know, very serviceable basketball player, and I'm sure – I didn't want to see him at a Rex League, so it's fine. <laughs> right. um, you know, I want to put all that in context. Right, but right. I think this trade in in Kyrie's relationship to Harden and then Ben Simmons is almost like today's basketball. Like, you, you just want to take an example of, like, mm. what's going on today in basketball? Okay. Well, you got Kyrie Irving, who's to your point, I think the last thing you said is it really him, like, so I'm going to do this stuff over here. You do your stuff over here and then we'll see how this works. Yeah. Right. Like we're, we're like the whole is not greater than some of its parts. Right. right. <laughs> like that, that's the feel you get from Kyrie Irving. Like that the sum of its parts is some of its parts <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and some days I'm at the sum of its parts and some days I'm not. Right. And then you get hardened again. And, and to your point that you're talking about Kyrie, like, okay, Hey, you were, you were, fine not being a man and then you you were kind of not the man even though you won the championship then you're weren't the man and you were unhappy so then you went to another place to be the man and then you kind of weren't the man there and other people started becoming men and the next thing you know you won your way out of there mm-hmm. and then you went to brooklyn ostensibly to partner with the man <laughs> right like Kevin Durant, generally speaking, the best player on every court he's on. Regardless if you call him the best player alive right now, he's the best, generally speaking. Yeah, most of the time he's, he's, yeah. Yeah, the vast majority of the time he's the best player on the court when he's on the court. And then you get James Harden, who, you know, and I like the beard. Shout out to him. I'm sure in Philadelphia he'll feel amazing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He'll feel loved. Um... We ain't never met a strip club he didn't like. Right. <laughs> right. He likes to hang out with rappers, give them really expensive gifts and stuff. Right. <laughs> and so another person who has forced himself out of the last two teams. Yeah. Right. So, and did say nothing, you know, we, we've already talked about Ben Simmons and one to respect um, his mental health challenges, you know what I mean? And, you know, uh, not and not make fun of those things um in the context of a team sport i think it'll be interesting to see like okay did ben simmons have an issue being in philadelphia because he was so impacted by how the fans turned on him or does he just have an impact at playing the sport of basketball anymore Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm. And and I think those are two different things. And if it comes out, they're like, no, he could play in New Jersey. He could play in Brooklyn because they weren't angry at him. Well, the question is, if they become angry at him, is that grounds for him not to play? Right. I think right. it's a very interesting premise. It's supporting all the mental health parts of it. Right. I, w- I want to state that. But like if people are angry at you because you didn't shoot in the fourth quarter. Right. Do you tell Brooklyn that you're that you that you've fallen out of favor and they got to send you somewhere else too? So you got a guy that basically likes to play for himself, another guy 
who likes to play for himself and likes strip clubs. And the third guy who we don't, you know, I want to reserve judgment on how he's showing up. But clearly, there's also something else going on here. And in fact, they all got traded, and we're still debating who's got who who got the better off of the deal. Right, right. And it, it's, it's something sort of very interesting about this. I mean, if if you if you took it from the idea, like if, if you if you operated from the idea that these, you know, the two that were traded, two guys that were traded in, in Simmons and Harden, but Simmons Harden and Kyrie, and I think you have to bring Kyrie into the discussion because I think Kyrie's, you know, absence from the team is, I think, a part of the issue right like i think if Kyrie was on the team was present all season one i think their team was just better all season and and i don't know if harden wants to leave before the season's over like i think harden goes even if he wasn't planning to resign i think he goes well we're we're the we're the number one seed in the east even with durant missing these weeks and you know i'll ride this out see if i can win this championship right but it's not going that way and it's you know, I think it would become very apparent, you know, even though, you know, Durant may be back and all that. But there was a good chance that they were going to have a hard time winning. The East is good. <laughs> right. From the, 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 the young Cleveland team, which is a, is a, is a kind of fly surprise um, to, uh, you know, you know, Captain Giannis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, the heat culture. You know what I mean? All, like the East is, is a lot of good teams. And, you know, you got to look around being like, you know, and for what it's worth, six is pretty nice without your mans, <laughs> right? You got going, uh, I don't know if we can make it. And I'm not happy. But, so, you know, let me, let me, you know, depart. Let me, um, you know, let me leave and, and see if it's a, a better situation. Um, and, and obviously in a place where I think actually, I, I, I mean, some people may not, but I think that the Sixers especially depending on how they, they gel and, and come together, you know, because Embiid's been, I mean, one, I think I just say for the record, the three best players in the NBA this season are all centers. You know what I'm saying? It's Giannis, Embiid, and uh, Jokic. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's without question. Like, they're they're the three best players in the league all season. And, you know, despite folks wish to, like, kill the idea of the big man, like, they're the best three players. And their teams have been the best, you know, have been good because of them, right? Um, so what I was getting to, though, is, like, you have this the kind of idea of, like, mercurial, you know, super ill, high-level talent in something. And sort of, like, their issue is only an issue because of, like, how good they are at what they do. <laughs> like, right. if, they were, if they were more marginal or middle of the road or just, like, good, you know, good, solid NBA vets, none of their stuff would elevate to this place where we feel like we have to do something about it. You would just be like, well, you know, he's cool, but they're like, you know, and it is sort of the, you know, the, these sort of concepts don't always translate perfectly well to, um, you know, other parts of life in that, you know, it's hard to actually evaluate. It's our, our I gotta say our metrics to evaluate how special someone is, you know, within our other spheres of life. But let's just say like, uh, you know, business success or um you know local leadership you know politics da 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 like there's nature's issues with those positional kind of significance that's different than if you know 
you're not somebody in that positional significance. So saying that to say, Simmons kind of this idea that folks are like, well, maybe, you know, he'll 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 get it together in this other situation. You know, you know, and I I think quite frankly, I mean, I I notwithstanding whatever he's actually going through, it's the thing that I saw happen in a game where you could have dunked a ball and you didn't. And I don't know, you know, I ain't never been on no NBA. I ain't never been on no college team. But I just feel like if we was in a pickup game together and you could have dunked the ball for us to go up to 10 <laughs> so we could get to 11 to win, win to stay on the court and you gave up the 10 dunk, I would look at you like, Yo, fuck is wrong with you? Like what? Like right. why? Like right. like yo, dog. I just saw you. You could have totally just laid that up, and we would be one point away from staying on the court. And you like, nah, man, don't pick that dude <laughs> again. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't care how big he is. I don't care how fast he runs. I don't want to play with him no more. Right? And it's a very and, and then the other side, you have sort of like Harden as the dude who who can weirdly seem to like basically start playing like he doesn't care, but then like suddenly be like, Oh snap, there's that other guy. Like, you know, but like my man in uh Damon Wayne's in the good, the great white hype where, where he was all out of shape and eating Ben and Jerry's. And then he just whooped, <laughs> just whooped, whooped boys too. Like, wah, 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 wah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, where you're like, wait a minute, where, where did this guy come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a strange, it's a strange the strange beat, you know what I'm saying? I think it, it kind of in sports history, I guess they like to have two dudes that like that, even though I think, like I said, I think Ben's thing is a little more to be a little more scary than than Hard, Harden's thing. Not that I like it, but I can understand it a little bit more. Just sort of like you're trying to get into a better situation. And this is the only tool you know. It's sort of this brash manipulation. <laughs> right. In brass manipulation, and we can't forget again. And I'm not bringing this up like whoever likes strip clubs, that it's absolutely fine. Right, but like, it's, it, it's brass manipulation plus like, where can I go to have fun? <laughs> like, and are y'all going to interrupt with me having fun? Because I got to get on this plane to go get with little baby and give him, you know, a thousand Cheetos and a, a blue chain or something, or you know. Um, you know when 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 uh, Harden got to Philly, literally the gentlemen's clubs did like promotions <laughs> because he's that well known for going to different places across the country. That's like, nice. but with that, it's almost like you know, it, per- performing in any professional sport, it means it's difficult to just go do what you want to do. Because you're doing something at a very high level, mm-hmm. right? And so one would like to think that he will say, hey, whatever his proclivities are, each their own, mm-hmm. that he will think about a way not to be so ostentatious in his love for the nightlife. But like I said, the, the fact that they're all dealing with these things and they all been traded for each other and then we're all going to debate who won based on who gets further in the NBA finals which you could actually lose to a team that has none of these challenges <laughs> mm-hmm. right it could get to a point where a team like 
Milwaukee wins again or, or, you know, Phoenix with none of the challenges and crazy stuff we're talking about right. become an issue. You know, so. Man, so it's, it's, it's a strange, it's a strange thing though. You know I mean, and I, I don't know, like watching it as a person, I guess, you know, and this might again get to the, like, I've watched so much of this, uh, of basketball that it, it the exceptional, like, the, the nature of like a person that's a really great player is it it's not something that's as foreign a concept so then we kind of can like move to these other ways of evaluating like how you feel or what you think you know what they're doing you know given you know all the other issues that we have in, in America that may be much more <laughs> pressing or concerning you know NBA still though as in some ways as proxy for you know black men in in America like or high profile it's still a interesting it's still interesting to see the way things are received analyzed perceived like way it's packaged you know what I'm saying way it's presented um one side thing I did find interesting, though, about the NBA 75, you know, for all of the 75, they had this was on the uh, when you get to when you get the uh, season pass joint, like, you know, basically in, as I watch everything off via app on my TV, like you go to the NBA app, you know, you log in your stuff. So like they made like custom individualized like Letterman leather coats for all 75 folks. So like and they're all different. So like Isaiah, like the, there's a clip usually like Isaiah Thomas getting his like on NBA TV's kind of like coverage show. But like every player that got acknowledged got a custom like NBA 75 jacket. That's kind of cool. Like, like you know, from a fashion, I'm like, I'm kind of interested in that. Like, I'd love to see what all 75 of them leather jackets look like. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm, you know, did they make them all sort of like Letterman style? Like, you know, if I was a player from the 70s, I might want, want one that had more of a uh, like three quarter like coat sort of flair right, to it, you know what I'm saying? Right, trench style, like, <laughs> you know like, like Clive Frazier. Yeah, right, like Clive yeah. But I, also, just a quick fashion aside, I want to deal with, you know, it was really interesting to watch what everyone put under their their jackets, like when they had the, you know, the blazer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you had everything from turtlenecks to, like, vests to, like, white T-shirts. It was just like, man... Like, I understand creativity, man, but can we all get a, all right, we all going to do, like, you know, a Philip Michael Thomas uh, shirt, or we going to do an open collar, or we going to do a, a turtleneck to look like Clive Frazier? Like, can we get some sort of continuity here, man? Because this just, this look like one of them, like, Black family reunions where everybody got such a different style that you don't know what you're going to see. Right. Everybody got a different perception of what, what oh, it means to man. be sharp. Uh, crazy, right, right. <laughs> formal, non-formal, casual. Like, you know, the, and those things all get oblit- like obliterated. Like, Oh, you muted, guy. Jesse. There you go. I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go somewhere else tonight. I don't know what the hell. I ain't worried. I ain't worried about that tonight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you just got the feel. But I was like, man, I, I'm about to go to the club tonight. Or, you know what I mean? I got dinner. <laughs> I got dinner with my family. So I'm just going to wear this turtleneck. Hey. Oh, man. I mean, the blue blazer, like, you know, like, 
I mean, I think Mike, I'm trying to say that there's some pictures you can find of it. Like, I think Mike just got on like a, like he got a white turtleneck. Other people got a white shirt, you know, collared shirt, you know, some open, some closed. Some people got black shirts on, which, you know, I don't know if that's the best move with a Navy blazer just because, you know, kind of look like you got a, the wrong shirt on or something. You know what I mean? It's, it's very, uh, you know, look, look, Chuck up there, like he got a tie on his, but you know, he, he's on TV all the time. So, you know, so he wears a tie. Like it's a very, uh, it's an interesting <laughs> moment. <laughs> I wanted to, I guess, if you get the NBA, I mean, I guess you the man, if you, if you obviously, I mean, you're in a very, I think there is one that's not always very interesting about pro sports specifically, and especially about being honored within like pro sports, like in that way, you know, it, it you know, you, you know, with Paul Pierce, uh, uh, the year away from, uh, you know, basically, I don't know if he quit or or he was basically making it known he was done doing TV for a living by having his uh entertainment event. <laughs> yeah, Josh, I like the way you expressed that having his entertainment event. Yeah, you know I'm saying like it was at his house. You, you know, he could do his thing, but it was definitely one of those things. Maybe he was like, man, I mean, I like doing TV and all, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm good if they can't accept me for who I am then look just you know I'm gonna go ahead and walk away my way and but then you know you go also like it it was I think the, the cooler thing about the, the the clips I did see where you could see like dudes appreciating sort of the esteem of being acknowledged you know what I'm saying yeah. by your peers and and I could see like people not liking it I mean even old crazy John Stockton up there and you know, you know, Looney, Looney asked John Stockton, they had to tell John, stop coming to campus, dog. Like you are the most important player in the history of Eastern Eastern Washington, but stay your ass at home. Like yo, damn. Yo, John Stockton, yeah, I, I mean he said hundreds just, of players are dying. It's ridiculous. Yo. Oh man. John Stockton <sighs> said, listen, man, this stuff I'm getting on the internet. Must be true, right? Y'all, are y'all seeing this? Are y'all seeing these me? You seeing these images, these graphics I'm looking at? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> real quick, as an aside, was Carl Malone there? Did I you see Carl Malone? I'm try- is he in the 75? I guess he is. Is he? He's got to be in the 75. Man. I guess he is. He's, I mean, he is one of the 75 best players ever to play. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I know, but like, if, like if John Stockton, right, John, John Stockton is one of the best. Malone's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Malone's there. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I mean, I like it, it. It's the thing of, I like a lot of ways. I feel like those two uh, Jazz finally getting to the finals to lose to the Bulls is because well, somebody had to go. <laughs> like somebody had to win the win the West those two seasons. But see, uh, and I don't want to go too deep into the rabbit hole here. But I often think about, I mean, they did beat, they beat the Sonics that a year before that had like the sixth best record ever. Yeah, I know. Just, they just, I know, Carl Malone just does not inspire. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I used to like the mailman on the video game. He used to play with him. Like, oh, man. Oh, on, the, on the video game, he was amazing. I get real, busy with him. But, but liking him life, as a person? A little, yeah. a little less so. Yeah. Man, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, um... It's definitely a, uh, yeah, so enough about that guy. But, yeah, I feel you, man. And I'm trying to see if I can find some a photo. I'm sure there's somewhere if I do a little more digging to get the, the like, everybody, every player that was there, like, in a photo. Because, 
it's 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 interesting, I guess, too, just to think about like the the sense of the place ceremony plays in our society these days, where I, I think like we sort of simultaneously have lots of ceremony, but it seems like some stuff that ceremony is like people do ceremony because they're like, oh shit, we gotta do something so that people acknowledge that this happened. Because you know, I I don't I don't I think it's important to acknowledge people. Um, it's actually uh you know it's one of those things i cite as a key concern with sometimes like a why or when you are interested in like a white what's happening with folks is like if you don't if you've never been acknowledged like not being acknowledged turns into resentment and that can have an either a weird internal thing or weird external thing that then shows up someplace else like in our world and like you know you got that uncle the uncle that comes to the cookout is always mad because he ain't never get acknowledged for saving the family house back in you know 82 <laughs> for fixing yeah. the pipe or some shit he's still big mama ain't never tell nobody i was the one that went back there and fixed the water heater you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> yeah and they still no, bad that's... red hot you know what i'm saying about that like these things do matter and then especially you know the especially within the world of like people's professional accomplishments accomplishments rather um we can um all cite the the prevalence of like people who did a lot of stuff for our community and at some point it was like either they took one they took they took a whole lot of crap externally and internally for trying to do and then like you know you be the when they order and they'd be like yeah man we're gonna go do this and they like yeah all right man y'all brothers go ahead and hope that works out you know what I mean? Like, why is he so mad? And then he's like, oh, because, you know, why Why she didn't seem excited? I thought she was going to be hyped that we was doing this great, you know, civic action. And it's like, you know, you, you're going to learn one day, young fella, <laughs> why I'm ambivalent about the excitement with, with this, because, you know, you may have put a lot of time and energy in and then, you know, it's always somebody, somebody got a, got more complaints about the efforts and energies that you released or did. But any event, um, yeah, I still got, I don't really want to have a, we could, be, we could have a who don't belong on the list conversation, but, you know, that seems very uh, 2021 now that we already <laughs> in, the, in the deep 2022. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of one of those things that like, no, that's the stuff we talk about we don't like. So they're all there. Congratulations. <laughs> um, what else? The, uh, ooh, so. I think one thing in, in, in the short, I, I do want to bring up because I think it's interesting is, uh, you know, when LeBron does his like resetting the frame for how any team he plays on is going to function. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah. So he did his like, hey, these other GMs are great GMs. <laughs> not like not my GMs great. These other GMs are amazing. You know, yeah. Um, you know, aka it makes the world go, wait, what's he saying about his GM? Is he leaving? And then the same weekend goes, and I'm playing the last year with my son. <laughs> now, the unique thing about that is to me, he's in a situation we all would like to be with our children. Your son is a middle school, your son is a junior in high school. By all accounts, he is not the he will not be the senior player of the year next year. Yeah, no, I think he's like 40, like 43. Yeah, he's middling. I mean, people like want to see prospect, him play. But I mean, is, obviously, if you theoretically said this kid's the 48th best 
junior in America. That's fine. <laughs> right? Like, but you are an elite league. player. Yeah, but you might not make the league. <laughs> you might not make the league. But you just put every GM on notice that if this kid wants to go to the league, <laughs> it would be to your benefit to draft him. Because if for no other reason, his father, who is the, a force of nature in the economy of sports in America, in entertainment in America, has clearly made you know that you may get him for his last year. Mm. And I think that is just amazing. Like, and that LeBron, frankly, does it with a straight face. Like, well, there's a part of me that goes, look, I mean, you know, I guess he just got to throw it out there and see what sticks. I mean, (laughs) him and Tom Brady, especially, I I think when we look back, we'll go like sort of longevity within your sport and and high level longevity. You know what I mean? Like, like at some point it has to end, right? And like there's people that are even saying right now that like Tom Brady's going to come back. Like he's like not really leaving. But you know, the, the the exit in the NBA, there's a history of it being, there's a potential for it to be more graceful because you can, like, agree to a, like, backup kind of supporting role. You know, cagey veteran. You know what I mean? Leading, you know, making space for the great new players and young players, da 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 And, and you know, if LeBron is going to do that, which I don't I don't know if he will, like, you could imagine playing until he's, like, 50 because he could probably still be a pretty good, like, eighth man. <laughs> slow dribbling the ball up the court talk about hold up young fella make it pa- just make it passes right just make it passes getting rebounds play like 20 minutes 15 minutes like there's a world i'm like because because he's doing so much at almost 40 he's almost 40 like he's closer to 40 than not 40 right now like scoring with 27 or 28 too many points a game for somebody that old that's not it's that it's, it's a kind of it's amazing right so I guess, you know, his thing is like, yeah, I mean, shoot, I probably see if I can squeeze out a little more pressure on the world. Say, like, yeah, you know, because, uh, you know what I'm saying, and the team, they're looking great, and I love the way it's all coming together. It's it's it's, it's somewhat absurd. I feel like it should be built into kind of like where we all go, look, man, you over, you're over 37 or 35 or whatever or old you are. Like, you can't really be thinking like we, like, this can't last forever, can it? <laughs> Like <laughs> come up in the. Meeting. I mean, it, it it is the Tom Brady. It is the fact those two people function in that space of like, can this last forever? Like, and even though it can't, we know time is undefeated, but we know that they can get a few more in. But to your point, they both figured out. Like Brady figured out. Like you know what? I didn't win this year, and to come back and I win next year. You know, I don't know if I can sell as many clothing. I can't sell as much clothes. Right, yeah. like, yeah. because everyone can be okay with you didn't win this year. It happened because you won last year. You come back and don't win next year. You know the NFL is so much of a challenging, cascading, you know, thing. And I think the the Rams and some ways not to go too far off, but the Rams proved like if you're willing to buy a Super Bowl, you can. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Rams just proved, like, yo, you want to buy a Super Bowl? Cool. Like, they bought a Super Bowl. And I'm not, that's not like a old man lamenting sports. Yeah. 
but they bought everybody they needed to this year to beat the team yeah. they beat. And they, they just beat that team. So it wasn't like they beat the, they beat the team from, from Rudy the Tudor. Right? Yeah. They won in the fourth. Yeah, they did enough, and then, and then they closed it out. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. perfect. And, and with that, you did it. You got Vaughn, what's the name? You got Stafford. You got OBJ. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you had a good team, but I'm saying, like, the, what got you over the, the hump? So, I, yeah, I just think it's fascinating. I think the idea, you know, in the, you know, people talk about the pressure on the sun, but it's kind of like at the end of the day, there's been a lot of mediocre kids that have gotten really big jobs. So I'm not really uh, <laughs> in the world of the meritocracy for this particular young man. <laughs> Everyone's like, but did he earn, but did he earn it though? Right. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of people who didn't earn their jobs, who was the son or daughter of a person you know what I mean? And if he yeah. gets one year to play in the league and his, he plays with his father and then, you know, he goes over to Serbia, you know, <laughs> goes to play, you know. Yeah. And it, it's uh, a, it, I mean, he's not the first child of an NBA player. I mean, he's obviously the most the most famous at, at this at this point because it's because of, uh, of, of our age and the way in this time we like will track the activity of a, of a damn teenager. That would have been unbecoming, you know, when uh, Michael Jordan's kids was in high school in the late nineties. Like we, we, you know, we would like know about them at college. You know what I mean? Like, but you wouldn't be like, oh, what's what's you know, what I'm saying, young so and so or any of those players. You know, Gary Payton's sons in the league, uh, uh, Tim Hardaway's son. Tim Hardaway's son been in the league for you know almost eight years, nine years or some shit now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. right. Like, it's a lot of you know fair amount of NBA players, you know, kids who, you know, get to had at least the requisite talent. To Shit, like to, Clay to Thompson. Get, right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 the Curry's like it's Steph all day. Curry, right. Curry's like right. So but the idea that like, you know, suddenly people care about the well being like, oh so much pressure on. You know, right. Like if I was if I if I was the child of if if if, if either of us uh our 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 uh, our fathers who you know were athletes in their in their in their worlds had also become pro athletes. We would both at some point in our youth have felt the pressure of meeting up to the to the level of our athletic fathers. Like even whether we was talking about it in the media space, the personal reality of it would still be a part of your life because you, especially if that right. something was so defining as a you know a NBA or NFL star, right? Where it's like. You know, everyone knows at some point, and then you have to develop the intestinal fortitude. The family structure has to have the pieces where you can you can manage the reality that it's really hard to be the person. It's really hard to get in one of them leagues, uh, and then it's really hard to be like great in those leagues. I mean, but you know, if you are a top, you know, 40, 50 player, whenever you got out of high school, you at least probably got a shot to get a shot <laughs> at the NBA, right? And um, there's no guarantee that you'll be good, but you know, yeah, we 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 should at least you know we, we want to bring you in see see what happens. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Listen, if 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 if, if that young man if he gets to kick the tires on league on the league and they get to kick the tires on him, and his father gets to you know Michael Thompson and Clay Thompson didn't play together. Tim Hardaway and Tim Hardaway Jr. didn't play together, right? Um, so the fact that we could actually see this is a testament to LeBron's talent 
And like I said, I'm I'm will I'm willing to hide my eyes to supposed mediocrity or lack of meritocracy on this one. Um, <laughs> just like we hide our eyes on the lack of meritocracy on everything the hell else goes on in America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right. All right. Well, I don't know. I think that was a good way in. You know, the, 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 <laughs> to the, to the heavy stuff. We gave it. A, we gave it a full once over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know what I mean, it's, it's a whole lot of other stuff happening that uh, y- y'all all will be hearing about soon. Um, that are much more grave and serious uh, to, to add on about. But you know, stuff like this matters too. You know what I'm saying? It's That's right. Beauty of life. That's right. So, um, I don't know. So with that, I don't know, say peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Good Brothers. Thank you to my good brother, uh, Majestic. Uh, thank you for joining as uh, I try to get things uh, restarted, removing and grooving and grooving and going forward and doing what we do. So as you listen today, please check back because uh, over the rest of this week, got at least three or four more stop ins for you and um, more to come. So with that, man, be safe. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, take the best part for yourself. Peace.